Greetings and welcome to 10 Minute Mentor. I'm your coach, Rich Perry. In 2019, I'm committed to helping 10,000 people make a difference. I know that you want to make a difference. That's why you're here. Make a difference for yourself, your family, and in the world around you. Here we are together with 10 Minute Mentor, each of us doing what we need to do to achieve our goals. As first generation entrepreneurs, we know that we need to be more mindful and hustle a bit harder, but that makes us want it even more because we want something bigger, bigger for ourselves and those we love. We feel that burning desire within and we're ready to make it happen. So let's get started right now. Hey gang, welcome back to 10 Minute Mentor. Today I have a very special guest. She is the owner of Your Office on the Web, a digital marketing agency, and she's also the host of Your Partner in Success Radio, which is a top 10 business podcast to listen to named by Inc. Magazine. Please welcome my wonderful friend and our guest mentor, Denise Griffiths, to the show. Denise, how are you doing today? I am lovely, and thank you for inviting me. I'm so impressed that I got invited. I'm always on the other side of the microphone, and I don't know if people think I'm just too busy, but you know, they're like, oh, can I come on your show? But nobody ever asks, will I come on there? So maybe you're starting a new trend. Thank you. Well, I'm honored to ask you and grateful to have you here. So thank you so much, Denise. Now, before we begin, here's a little backstory about what we're going to be talking about today. So this topic was inspired by several conversations that I've had with Denise over a period of a few months. A few weeks ago, I uploaded an episode titled, Seven Ways to Commit Professional Suicide, which was directly inspired by our conversations. And today, I wanted to bring Denise to 10 Minute Mentor to share her experience and delve deeper into this theme because I feel that it's absolutely important for professionals to get an understanding of what's acceptable and what's not acceptable in business. Some real do's and don'ts, if you will. So Denise, we are in your capable hands. Please mentor us and let us know what we should and should not be doing on social media. Oh, thank you. Let's start with Facebook, Rich. I always take a moment to go visit the profile of anyone who requests me to friend them. And if we have zero connections in common, if there's no interesting content, or if your posts are largely rants about politics, I just delete and I just move on. It's no big deal, you know, no harm, no foul. However, if I do accept the request and within minutes, minutes, I tell you, you have sent me multiple requests to like your Facebook business page or pages, or in some regrettable instances, other people's pages, I will take the time to unfriend and quite possibly block you. Here's the thing. We haven't had a moment to even get to know each other. We're virtual strangers. And here you are asking me to the prom. You didn't even ask me for coffee. Don't do that. Just don't. Rich, we live digitally. We live in the know, like, and trust economy. And it just isn't good business or even common sense to attempt to rope someone into your MLM downline. Uh, I just did a whole body free song, a shrug. like, uh, or ask you to like a business that I've never even heard of before. I don't have any interest in knitting. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't want to join a knitting group or anything that has to do with, I don't know, nudity. I get those too. So Here's the thing. You have to understand that when you're asking people to kind of like you, they have to like you first. So don't tell me, you know, that 
you know, you looked at my page and you think that I would be great in this group. You didn't look at my page because you would know instantly I wouldn't like your group, none. At that point, I understand completely what you're doing and you're trying to bolster your numbers. You're not interested in me. You're not. You're more interested in my audience, but you're just trying to grow your page number. Not a good thing. So I would really caution everybody listening to stop, think, and then employ the golden rule. If you wouldn't like it, if someone did it to you, for crying out loud, don't make this your modus operandi. Don't do to somebody what you would not want done to you in life or in virtual. It's the same thing, believe it or not. Just because you're invisible behind a keyboard doesn't mean it doesn't have consequences. So then let's go on over. Oh, and before we do that, I wanted to share a little bit of a story with you about Facebook. It's not just people like me that this happens to. Very famous people get sucked into this as well. I have a client, and I won't say his name, but he is a very famous NFL icon. And just a few days ago, I went ahead and I accepted a friend request from somebody. And I caught this, fortunately, I caught this that same day, but this guy was so excited to be friends with this NFL icon that he went, God bless him, and he created a group, and he managed to get or add maybe 13 or 14 people in it. He tagged my client, he took a, a picture off my client's page, put it in there, and started doing this little song and dance, oh my God, we've got this guy, da, 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 and he's going to be part of our group. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I, my eyebrows went straight into my hairline. Rich, I'll never need a, a facelift. I mean, I'm just like, you did not just do that. So I didn't get rude about it. I didn't get nasty because he is an icon and he doesn't want to be rude to people. I can be, but he can't. And, you know, I just untagged the picture and I removed him from the group. And I mean, within 15 or 20 minutes... All of a sudden, there's a, a Facebook message popped up. Oh, please don't leave. You know, I, I'm really a big fan of yours, and I think you'd really like this group. And the guy just went on and on. I mean, I could almost feel the tears dripping down his face. And I was in the position where I had to answer as my client in a very polite way. And what I did was I said, listen, I'm very sorry about that, but my my social media manager has a standing rule. If I'm added to a group without my permission or I'm tagged in photos that really have nothing to do with me, she will just automatically delete and untag. And he begged, no, please, please, please come back. And I finally had to say again as the client, while I'm still blaming it on me, listen, I really appreciate it. However, I'm much too busy to be in groups. I would be of no no use to your group at all. I wouldn't be able to participate or add anything of any interest. Broke the man's heart, but he made a massive mistake in just assuming that my client would go ahead and fall for this. It, it was just overstep of a really big kind. Does that make sense? I know it doesn't sound like much, but you're adding somebody who is very, very well known in the NFL to a group of who knows who these people are. Don't do that. So anyway, so let's move on to LinkedIn. So here's the thing about LinkedIn, and I get really perturbed with LinkedIn. I don't care what your new business coach, who has probably been a coach for about, well, let's say five minutes, I don't care if they tell you that scraping email addresses on LinkedIn is okay. It is not. It's a very bad practice, and here's why. My email address is the door to my business, right? So is yours. And once you begin sending out unsolicited emails to people you consider to be your target audience, 
And I can most assuredly tell you that you are probably not even close to reaching your target market. You have now pissed off, excuse the language, a whole new audience. Personally, I use a junk email address for all newsletters. I've done it forever. And when I get added to someone's list using my personal email address or one of my online business addresses, it's game on. At that point, I am ready to come after you. So just to start with, you do not have my permission or really anyone's permission to add me to your list. That right there ought to give you pause. You have not earned that email address and you certainly have not earned your targets. I tend to refer to them as victims' attention. And if you need to put it in real-world context, think of every obnoxious salesperson who you know, just kind of metamorphically grabbed you by the collar and persisted in telling you all about his or her newest and latest great thing that you just have to jump on now, right now, before everybody else hears about it and you lose your spot in line. I'm thinking MLM here again. Can you tell I can't stand that? So congratulations. You are now the digital version of that person. So, And that takes me into newsletters. I'm known to have a pretty hardline attitude about being without permission, being added without permission. I'm sorry, I'm stuttering today. It's a long day. But there are days when I actually consider it a sport to make someone's life just miserable for doing this. And not often, but some days it's so egregious, I'm like, okay, here we go. So as I mentioned, LinkedIn is really bad about this. And just because LinkedIn allows it or your coach said to do it doesn't mean you should. And I posted this on Facebook recently, and I hashtagged it, hashtag bad marketing, hashtag really bad marketing. So what I posted was, when you send me an email from a list that I never subscribe to with this pithy question, should I delete you? And then you go on to further inform me that I sent you two mails the past few days offering you a chance to whatever the offer was. My answer is yes delete me. In fact, let me unsubscribe all by myself, and then I will go find you on social media and block you. So back to LinkedIn again. If I or someone else sends you a perfectly polite note, this has happened so many times, asking you to refrain from using that scraped LinkedIn email address and you argue with them, oh my gosh, what are you thinking you're doing there? You have no business at all being in the marketing space until you learn some common sense and some manners. So all of this to say, my point here is get to know your audience. Find out who they are, where they are, join them, communicate, connect, build a relationship of some description. Let them get to see the benefit of knowing who you are and what you offer and how you can maybe assist each other. Social media, and I say this with all due respect, It's a very long game. It's not a numbers game. It is no like and trust. So does that explain anything? Does that help, Rich? Absolutely. And I love the fact that you ended on that note of the no like and trust factor and actually building a relationship with your audience. And even if they are a prospective client, still taking the time to get to know them, get to know their problems, their likes and interests, and discovering how how you can really serve them as opposed to, like you said, grabbing them by that collar and selling them that new thing. Yeah, I hope it was helpful, and I'm sorry for my, I don't know why I'm stumbling today, but I am. You know, you just have those days, but I hope I got my message across anyway. 
Yes, you did 100%. I heard you loud and clear. And I know the listeners got tons of value from this as well. And for the listeners out there, remember to use this as a great learning experience so that if you found yourself doing any of those things in the past or maybe you're guilty of some of these things right now because your coach or some guy that you bought a program from is telling you to do that, then stop right now. Listen to what Denise said. Stop right now. No harm, no foul. And just remember, Denise taught you a better way, a more professional way to introduce yourself and pro- and project yourself as a business owner or high performer so that you can create better relationships and grow your business the right way as opposed to doing it that sleazy salesperson way that just wants to sell, 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 not really caring about the needs and best interests of the person that you're really there to serve. Great stuff, Denise. Thank you again so much. Oh, you're welcome. And I would like to add, if you do get called out on these, and many of us are now just saying, no, we're not going to just quietly delete you and go away. We're going to try to help you. We may do it by saying, okay, stop, like I had to do with with my client's um, little issue. We may just say, stop it, stop it, stop it, and get nasty. We, I hope most of us don't, but many of us are saying, okay, Let's take this as kind of a learning thing. How can we help people? So if I, let's just say it's going to be me, and you're arguing with me about scraping my LinkedIn address, here's the thing that you need to do. Don't argue with me. If I've asked you very politely, please do not email this address again, and asked you, you know, for a couple of different, couple of different times, but I've been polite about it. If you would just stop think and then come back and say, you know, I didn't realize and thank you for pointing out where I was making that mistake and I do apologize. If you can just kind of let us know that we're helping you rather than ticking you off as you're ticking us off, it'll be a win-win. Many times we're not trying to hurt your feelings or make you angry. We just want you to understand that what you're doing is actually harmful to your online presence. And let me further say, Rich, this is important. A lot of us tend to know one another. And if you get a bad enough reputation, either by emailing or scraping, we're going to tell each other. So you just keep that in mind as well. You know, if you want to come on our podcast and we've heard your name mentioned, you don't come on our podcast. If you want to be a guest blogger and we know that you're practicing these unsavory marketing habits, guess what? You know, just learn. Learn and listen and Try to understand that when we ask you not to do something, we actually are trying to help you. Definitely. Yes, we are. Denise, thank you again so much for being our mentor here today. I know that the listeners got tons of value from your mentoring. I know that I did, and I'm grateful to have you on the other end of the microphone. Anytime you want to come back, you are more than welcome. It's an open door for you, Denise. I'd love to have you back anytime. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. All right. Once again, we've been listening to Denise Griffiths, who is our guest mentor today here on 10-Minute Mentor. Denise is the owner of Your Office on the Web, a digital marketing agency, and she's also host of Your Partner in Success Radio, which is a top 10 business podcast to listen to named by Inc. Magazine. I encourage you to reach out to Denise. Make sure you follow her tips when you reach out to her and everyone else out there. I'm going to have Denise's website and her social media links in the show notes below. 
I'm proud of you for showing up today, and I believe in you to make it happen. Now it's time to take action. Thanks, and be excellent. My name is Rich Perry, and I'm just like you. I come from a proud working-class family, and I grew up in a small, rural town. In fact, in 2014, a major university study named my home region as the unhappiest place in America. That didn't stop me from pursuing my dreams. Like you, I wanted something bigger. I wanted to build a successful business that would make a difference for me, my family, and the world around me. I'm sure you can relate. And here we are with 10 Minute Mentor, your number one place to develop new skills, unlock key strengths, and gain valuable insights that are sure to give you the edge you need to transform your dreams into a prosperous reality. Want more mentoring? You've heard the saying, where focus goes, energy flows. So put your attention and intention where it matters most, on your personal and professional development, which is exactly what you'll receive right here. Now, if you want to get the most out of this training, then remember FLOW, F-L-O-W. F stands for Facebook. Join our free global community of like-minded entrepreneurs and leaders just like you. Inside, you'll get special links to bonus trainings, exclusive coaching tools and resources, and you'll have an opportunity to get your questions answered in future episodes. L stands for love. Share this episode with someone you care about and help them receive the mentoring they need to grow right alongside you. This is the ultimate gift you can give someone you love because it shows them that you want to see them succeed in life. O is for opportunity. Take this opportunity right now to reach out to me personally and introduce yourself. Tell me who you are, what you do, and how you want to make a difference in the world. And to kick off 2019, I'll be running a 30-day accelerated private coaching program as well as a 90-day group coaching program. To find out if you're a good fit, send me an email at rich at thepathofme.com and request an application. Seats are limited, and this will be a first-come, first-serve opportunity, so act fast. And finally, W, which stands for work. If you're absolutely serious, then you have to be willing to do the necessary work. Lock in your learning today by taking one meaningful step right now towards your goal. You learned something important today, so put it into action here and now. You deserve this. It's time to show and prove. You got this. I believe in you. Until next time, thanks and be excellent.